Is there a problem, officer? Yes, you've got a noise complaint. Back on CITR. Oh, that was quiet satisfaction from Jenny Benet's new record, Couchwalker. And we've sorted out our technical difficulties, and we have Jenny on the line. Jenny, how are you? Hi, 
Hi, I'm good. Welcome <laughs> I'm to the show. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, earlier when we were um, discussing how this would all work, I was hearing Jasper, but I had to respond to him by text message. So it felt a little bit to you that I was a robot or something. <laughs> so kind of funny. Well, yeah, I was just speaking into a microphone and my phone was responding in real time like a human being. And it was just, it wasn't, it was a strange experience. I have to admit. A little a little trippy, I would imagine. It was totally trippy. Yeah. 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 Well, Jenny, welcome to the show. I'm glad we, uh, we've, we've arrived um, on air so that the folks can hear us at home. Um, I thought maybe we could just start with a little bit of an introduction. Like Jenny, could you tell us who you are? Cool. Um, I'm a girl. Okay. <laughs> I live. <laughs> I'm a girl, human being, and I live in Vancouver. Um, and I live in a beautiful old heritage home with three other people. Um, and I like to write music, and I love singing. It's my favorite thing. Um, and I've just released this album, like you mentioned, Couch Walker. It's my second one. Um, ever in my life. Yeah, congratulations. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's quite it's quite the thing. Um, I also love to hike and be outside, so Vancouver is a great place for that. And I also serve people coffee. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, uh, at JJ Bean. So if you want, you want a coffee. I mean, there's many JJ Beans in Vancouver, so you'll have to find out which one. But I do do that. Um, and I also teach music to to the young people. So that's a little bit about me. Wow, that was a really broad overview of, of Jenny Bonet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned your house. I, w- I was at your house like like a week ago or something like that. Your, one of your roommates, really? Cor- Corbin Murdoch, he had me over for dinner. Uh, what? He did? Yeah, Corbin. I wasn't home for that? Y- you weren't home. No, you oh, weren't there. Man. Um What a... Wow. You have a lovely home. Oh, thank you. I feel very blessed to live here. I've lived here for six years, which is unusual for Vancouver. So very grateful. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hard place to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. And Corbin is lovely. Yeah, he's a good he's a good soul. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Jenny, uh, you have a new yeah. record, Couchwalker, which came out yeah. really recently, like within two weeks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Very recent. It feels kind of weird <laughs> like a little anticlimactic well to be honest yeah i i know what you mean like these as a, as a as an art as a recording artist you live with this material for so long mm-hmm. and then by the time it comes out it's it's an old hat you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's been two years um working on this and um you know, you kind of mull over and overthink what the best way is to re- to release the music that you've just poured your soul into. Mm-hmm. And then once it's out there, you're like, okay. Uh, now what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think, like, the cool thing about music is that it is a living thing. Like, it keeps, it keeps living. It keeps breathing um, in whatever capacity, whether it's passed from hand to hand or... Um, you know, p- performed live, um, which um, is something I very much miss right now. Sure. But um, yeah, it's it's something that I mean, I still 
people still talk to me about my album that I released five years ago, which is crazy. Flowering um, Head, right? Yeah, Flowering yeah. Head. Yeah. So I and I actually was listening to it the other day and I was like, man, I still like these. And that's kind of cool for me because I'm the one that made them. That's and great. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, always the case, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, why don't we talk? I, oh, sorry. Go hmm. on. Well, I had no idea what I was going to say. Oh, I was just going <laughs> to ask you, maybe you could tell us a bit about like where it started with this record, you mm-hmm. know, two years ago. Yeah. Um, where did it start? It was one of those things where I felt it was time to probably start um, etching etching my heart again <laughs> um, in the music form. And um, it's definitely been this discovery as I go thing. And I think that's how I am as a person. I don't always have a consciousness of what I'm creating in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but in hindsight, I look back and I see um, the window of my life that I just wrote about. Mm-hmm. And um, this album has some songs on it from like five years ago and some songs from, I guess, a year ago. And um, I was encouraged to get a recording down. And to be honest, it felt felt kind of hard. I... I wasn't sure what I was writing about, to be honest, or if it was meaningful or if it had any kind of purpose mm-hmm. um, for anyone else besides my own verbal processing, um, which can feel, I don't know, the challenge of being an artist, you want it to actually, you know, I I want it to help people. And I think um, I felt very humbled through the process of writing this music because I realized I'm just... I'm just a vulnerable, you know, needy person that like wants to be loved and wants to love. And I guess everyone wants that. So yeah. these, these things are good to hear. Um, and so I started recording or I, I brought on my friend and bandmate, Scott Curry, and we decided that we would co-produce the album together. And um, he was really great because he let me have, I guess he didn't, he didn't overstep he just really wanted to hear the ideas I had. And um, he would, I would quote him in saying that this album is the most Jenny Benet I've made <laughs> out of the two. <laughs> it's the most um, Jenny Benet. Well, that's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's the most Jenny Benet. Um, it, it's funny kind of like listening through it and seeing how it fits together, but also seeing how it kind of crosses a bunch of um genres and sounds that I wanted to explore. And um, I'm really thankful that I got to work with Scott. And I, when we then we recorded the album at Afterlife Studios, mm. which is in Vancouver, you know, it is so beautiful there. Mm-hmm. And John Ram, yeah, was the engineer. And he, he also was so um, encouraging of my voice. And I felt, hey, <laughs> I know, I know a little bit what I'm doing. Sometimes it feels like what am I doing? But yeah, they both were so great to work with and um, helping this album come to life. I'm really yeah. struck by um, by what you said about not really knowing what you're writing when you're writing it, because that yeah. is, that is a feeling that I share with you. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not alone. No, you. Yeah. I, I know. It's, I mean, it's, 
I often find that, and, and, and the music is living, you know, it kind of reveals meaning to mm-hmm. you over time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the meaning, Absolutely. the meaning changes. It's contextual. You know, it's, it's a lot mm-hmm. of like where you're at in your life now yes. when you listen to the old music and it, it changes everything, the context. Yes. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's fun. It's, it's, um, I, I love that about creating, um, specifically I think with words because, um, yeah, just learning from something I wrote like two years ago right. is, is kind of like trippy or like, I don't know, meta or something. Like, yeah. Oh, that Jenny over there is teaching me something right now. And, um, and yet, like, I'm just learning what I'm learning right now from the context of my life. And somehow the music fits into that. And I hope it helps other people too, wherever they're at. Well, I think I think it does. I think that's that's mm-hmm. how you know. That's why people consume the music. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 make these things. You don't really know what you're making, and then you just release it, and it's not yours anymore. And then other mm-hmm. people get to make it theirs. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Hey, maybe you could. So I played Quiet Satisfaction off the top. Yeah. Of the show, yeah. and perhaps you could. I I mean I I. I've been listening to the record uh, for the past week or so, and that's one yeah. that really I, I really dig. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that tune. Oh, that's cool. I love that you dig that one. That one is one of my favorites, too. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I wrote it on an island, Malcolm Island. I went away um, to do a little artist residency at this little shed. Um, well, not shed. It's called... Um, the artist shed, I think. Oh my goodness. I can't even remember. It's in Sowentula. And, um, I'd never been there before. I drove out there by myself. It was like a seven hour journey. (laughs) Um, and it reminded me of, or it made me wonder why I don't go on trips by myself more often. It was so Mm -hmm. magical. I was there for a total of five days and collecting seashells and looking at whales and, um, staying in this little cottage by myself and mm. I collected these seashells and I knew that I wanted to try and do something percussive with them. Um, for right. Something. Right. I had this, I don't know if you can tell on this song, but we used a lot of um, different percussive sounds and I was trying to emulate what I had uh, made when I was on the Island. And um, it was really important to me that this song had that character to it that reflected where it came from. And I wrote it um, about jealousy. Hmm. And um, when I was there by myself, I was kind of like stuck with my own thoughts. <laughs> Didn't okay. have any outlet to distract myself. And um, yeah, I was dealing with some jealous thoughts about uh, someone I had dated and someone they were good friends with. And it was it was almost like unwarranted. It totally was actually, but like my own heart was um, wrestling with that. And I just kind of was mulling over my thoughts and I thought, Oh man, I got to move on from mm-hmm. this. This is okay. not, <laughs> this is not helpful to me. So yeah. I thought I'm going to just speak it as it is. I'm going to write it out. And so I wrote this song and it's basically like a conversation between me and myself, like my, my conscious and uh-huh. my, my like jealous, 
myself and it's confronting myself in it. And I'm like, this is what you're feeling. And I'm like defending myself. No, I'm not Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> in this song. Yeah. And, and, but like when I wrote the song, it was complete release. I felt so released mm. from those feelings because I just named it. And I guess almost went through a sort of repentance or a sort of like letting go, letting, letting those feelings out of myself and realize, and yeah, naming them what, for what they are. Um, yeah, yeah so that's what that song's about. Jealousy is a tough one. Yeah, it's, it's it can be very it can be so toxic. I'm so glad to hear that you yeah. were able to just export it out of yourself yeah. into something. Yeah, something useful and positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Well, Jenny, why don't we uh, why don't we play a tune from the record? Okay. Do you, uh, wh- where oh. sh- where should we go? Oh, sorry. Sorry, there's like a um, a truck driving by, and yeah, I couldn't really hear what you said. Oh, I kind of I kind of heard it. Yeah, it sounded like a garbage it? truck or something. Yeah, it's got a bit of a siren. It's not um, it's not too loud in the in the phone though. So okay, good, yeah. good. Um, where do we want to go? Yeah, where should hmm, we where should we start? Yeah, let's. Why don't we play the title track? Couch okay. Walker. Okay. Uh, do you want to tell us a bit about it before we before we do the song, or should we just let it play? Let's let it play, and we'll come back. Okay. Here's Couch Walker by Jenny Benet. I want to tie all the loose ends, but I feel to equally tie. Pretends I walked in back and forth. Hold me tightly, slack remorse. Watch me fall gently.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Honkameenam-speaking Musqueam people. Nisiem, Nisiaya, Thikum Quinensep, Hydrasiem, Nisiem, Nisiaya, and the Sakuya to lead Sin, Homasquim, Mustail. Crimes and Treasons Radio, this is Riff Raff. Every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. on 101.9 FM. Yes, yes, you and I rock with the best. 101.9 CITR Radio. Crimes and Treasons, this is your boy Just Blaze. Right now you're rocking with Jules Andre Brown, Rolly Bells, Jamal Steels, and Horsepower. You know what it is, right? Yo, it's Time Sue, man. I want to shout out Crimes and Treasons Radio, man. CITR 101.9, man. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. Hey folks, you're back on CITR 101.9 FM listening to Noise Complaint. My name is Jasper, and my guest joining us via telephone is Jenny Benet. Jenny, still there with us? Hello. I am. (laughs) We just heard um, the title track from your new record, Couchwalker. I'd love love to hear your thoughts on Couchwalker itself and what, what that song, I don't know, anything you want to share about it, really. I'm, hesi- I'm always hesitant to ask folks, like, hey, what's that song about? Because, like, not everybody wants to talk about what the song is about, but maybe you want to talk about something adjacent to the song. I don't know. Right, right, you know right, I mean? right. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> it just seems like such a broad question. But it doesn't Absolutely. have to be. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have yeah. to be. It's like one of those things where all of a sudden, I don't know, it's like someone asks you um, what four plus, 10 is the skill testing question <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is i don't know why i just said like the easiest math question ever but you know well it makes me make, makes me sweat sometimes <laughs> it makes me sweat every time that's why i <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but it's okay i i would imagine some people are curious about that title and what what's the deal? I mean, I had a friend, I was working yesterday and, um, at the coffee shop and, and my friend asked me like, what is a couch walker, Jenny? Okay. (laughs) What'd you say? And I said, me. (laughs) That was my answer. (laughs) I am. It's me. Um, which makes sense. It's everything that we make, um, or one makes is, is personal, but I, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually yeah. the answer when you boil it down. <laughs> yeah. What is the song about me? me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, 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 um, that interesting, but, um, couch Walker, <clears throat> I came up with that title because of the feeling I was experiencing, um, multiple times, not just one time, but, something I didn't understand about myself. And basically it's a lot to do with um, interpersonal dynamics Mm. and um, specifically romantic relationships and like, how do I know when that line is being crossed and like, when is it healthy and when is it good? And um, why is it hard Mm -hmm. to um, step over that line and all these kind of questions? Um, you know, am I, am I weird to like find it very difficult? <laughs> I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. that's human, I don't think so but either. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just happen to want to try and voice those feelings. And I guess um, I found, I find it much like 
um, walk, walking a tightrope sometimes when you're getting closer to someone because okay. you want to get closer, but you're also hesitant because you're nervous about, will this person understand who I am? Will I understand who they are? Will we see eye to eye on certain things um, that I find very hard to expose to someone and so so forth? Um, so it feels like this, I'm trying, I'm trying to stay on um, this tightrope that I'm walking. Um, but in reality, I'm actually like sitting on a couch beside, beside this person. And I might on the outside <laughs> look like I'm getting closer. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I put those two ideas together and instead of like a tightrope, I'm actually just walking on couches and I'm not actually walking. It's more of a, um, yeah, abstract idea of like, I've been here with this person. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that had its place in my life, but it didn't go where I wanted it. It didn't go where I hoped it could go. Mm-hmm. And then I'm over here with this person. And it's, it's all from the, the space of like a pure longing for that, that connection to actually stick mm-hmm. and actually make sense. And for us to see eye to eye on things where we're, where we're comfortable with one another and they understand to a certain extent. And I know that's like a, almost ideal because, because like, you're not going to find that perfect understanding person. Nobody's going to understand you as much as you, and you don't even understand you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's kind of an ideal that I wrestle with and trying to let go or try or trying to understand if I can, I can hope for that. Um, yeah. So it's a, that's like Jenny Benet exposing her, her little heart. Um, as usual. Y'all. <laughs> Yeah, as usual. As usual, sure. Um, yeah. So that the song is much about those emotions and um yeah, I wrote it I wrote it with someone and we were on a couch when we were writing it mm-hmm. and um I ended up writing the lyrics later, but it, it kind of was sourced from how I was feeling about this person and mm-hmm. that I wrote it with. Um he knows. <laughs> Anyway, he knows. It's fine. We're friends. We're good. <laughs> was this yeah. was this like an early song in the album's development for you, or did where was it like in the uh, sort of in the in the like as songs yeah. appeared? Yeah, I think it kind of is in the middle somewhere because I wasn't. I was wanting to. Um, yeah, I was trying to figure out what is this album called? What is what is the theme here of all these songs what that I'm are, writing? What are we doing here, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it was at that point. I hadn't written some songs yet, but I'd started, I basically started most of the songs. Um, but this one kind of became like the center, I feel, of the, of the process and, and kind of arrived in the middle. This was like, yeah, actually two years ago. <laughs> um, and... It kind of was around the time things started becoming more real for me too, where I realized, okay, I, I want to build a team around this. I want to like mm-hmm. release this with intention and with confidence and courage and, um, you know, put myself outside of my comfort zone again mm-hmm. and, um, work hard at it. So, um, yeah, it arrived around that time question for you did you yeah so you've released this record 
pretty much now. Like it just came out. Yeah. Was this the original? Yeah. Was this the original timeline that you had in mind? Like before all the chaos happened, or did did oh this did this situation like change how you thought about releasing this record? Uh, I mean, if, I yeah, mean, no. Is it that like an obvious question? Of... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is. It is in my life, but right. um. Yeah, the the theme of my life this year has been postponement, and I think mm. most people probably have been feeling that. I I feel like February was yesterday. I, I feel like we're in a time capsule. It's weird. Yeah. Um. So we had a, originally planned to release this in in the spring, and then we're going to p- start planning a tour. I was yeah. actually on the crux of planning a tour, and then my manager was like, should we be doing this right now? And I was like, yeah. And then the next, I don't know, few days was like, nope, <laughs> nope, we're mm-hmm. not doing this, you know? And I was thankful that I wasn't in the same boat as I'm sure a lot of people were, where they had already put things in stone and had to like cancel everything and their lives were relying on it. And yeah. for me, I, I was just about to. Right. Um, so, so in some I ways feel- you got really lucky. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. But it, but I all that to say, um, it, it's I, I guess it's like yeah, the chaos of this year has affected um, the release of this album. But I think even with my first album, and maybe you can relate to this with any kind of album, anything that you're releasing that you created, you're always wondering when is the best time to do this. When absolutely is, when is the perfect time? Like we're always asking that question as artists and then you release it and you're like I don't know if that was the best time I don't know if I could have done it at a different time that would have been better and it's kind of the same thing and absolutely you know absolutely yeah 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 it's a fallacy that that. there is like the right time you know (laughs) or that or not not that there is but that that one can like predict it exactly yeah exactly Yeah. yeah you can't and that's the that's the game that's the um, the challenge of the game, I guess. That's the um, that's what we we signed up for as artists in a yeah. way. And um, I don't want to necessarily focus on the fact that everything isn't cookie cutter. It's actually nice. I, I think that's mm-hmm. what I would prefer about life is that surprises happen more than um, predicted things. I am with you on that. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think it's. It's great that you have released this record. I I mean, what what is there to wait for, really? You know, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. and I've been really really pleased to see artists that have continued to release music throughout all of this and continue to mm-hmm. just do what they do instead of putting everything on hold and waiting for some kind of opportunistic mirage or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. I think everyone's thinking that <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. 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 And people need music still. And, and yeah, I, I, especially right now, I think people, um, I mean, music will always be released and art will always be made, I think. But um, I, I want to start, you know, reimagining how we can, how we can keep music alive right now. Mm. So I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I think you know I've been listening to your record a lot this week, and I think I think it's a good music. It's good music for right now. Um, and mm. there's something you know something that I've always appreciated about you as a writer is that you you always seem to exercise your right to take your songs in any given direction at any given time. 
and by by that I mean like you your songs never finish where they start. Like they're they're always mm-hmm. like this series of moments that that often take mm-hmm. you know they veer not mm-hmm. wildly but they veer according to their mm-hmm. own will frequently mm-hmm. and it, I I get the when I listen to your record like all the way through which I did this morning mm-hmm. you you sort of get this impression that you're listening to this like montage of of really thoughtful moments and it really mm. it kind of distorts the way that you it distorts your the way that you perceive the passage of time which is something mm. that I feel right now I feel like time is compressed in a strange way Mm-hmm. That like I can't really find myself in time right now, and that's kind of a, mm-hmm. a feeling I get when I listen to your record because it's just like it just kind of has mm-hmm. this flow to it, and all of these turns and all of these mm-hmm. little moments that that make it hard for me to be like, where am I in this thing? Like, and I don't, <laughs> yeah, but I don't need to know where I am in this thing. You know, it's not like okay, song, 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 song. It's just kind of like it. It's got it's got a really nice flow mm-hmm. to it that I really mm-hmm. like. Oh, cool. I love hearing that. And it's true. I would know that about it as well. Um, There's this um, thing I've tried to keep in myself about um, music. um, And maybe I don't even need to try. I think it's more intuitive than a trying Mm -hmm. to work at. But um, it is to respond to where is is the flow going. And... um, does it have to, is is this what a song looks like? Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, whatever, whatever. Or, or can it go over here? And does it have to stay in, in, you know, this key or can I like drop this chord in there, you know, like and move it around with my voice kind of. And I I think it just reflects the way that I am as a person in the sense that living day to day um, doesn't much look like um, uh, a box. For me, it's very much um, more like water, <laughs> if I can say that. Water is yeah. exactly where what it feels like. It mm, just—it's cool. just like a meandering, yeah, what, river, whatever. You know, it's just yeah, yeah. It's just flowing. It's curving. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's something I've always I've always appreciated about your writing. Yeah, you don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard a Jenny Benet song that like had that typical. VCVB structure, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one that might be close to that is on this album is probably Shadow Thought, which okay. is maybe when we could play next. <laughs> okay, great. Um, yeah. What do you, do you want to say anything before we do it or do you want us to l- just let everybody hear it first? Um, I, I guess Shadow Thoughts, um, Hmm. Yeah, let's just play it. (laughs) Right on. Okay, here's Shadow Thoughts. It's his countenance
Hello, this is DJ Sabrina from C-Pop Connection. Want to listen to some of the hottest singles in Chinese pop? Or do you want to know what's currently happening in the C-Pop world? Well, join us at C-Pop Connection every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. This month, one hike can change the lives of some of the most vulnerable children in the world. Hi! My name's Alisa, and I'm a member of Nepal House Society, founded by a BC family counselor. We're inviting folks to join us for the first annual Hike for Healing to raise money for education, trauma therapy, meals, and more for girls in Nepal. These are girls that often don't have access to education. They are at high risk of sexual exploitation because of poverty, family issues, and lack of mental health support. Did you know there is only one child psychiatrist in the whole country? Nepal House Society has been assisting Nepali children and families for over 13 years. We are proud that 98% of all funds raised go to direct, free services in Nepal. I hope you'll join me in the first annual Hike for Healing. For more, 
visit www.nepalhousesociety.org. And we're back here on Noise Complaint on CITR 101.9 FM with Jenny Benet. Hey, Jenny. Hey. Hey. Still here. Still here. <laughs> hey. we're, uh, mm-hmm. we're talking about you today, and we just heard Shadow Thoughts, mm-hmm. track three from your new record, Couchwalker. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask, yeah. I assume you played all the, all, the, all the the strings on this record. Is that true? I played most of them. I mean, on that song, it would just be me. Yeah. Um, so I played all the violin parts, and then there's a couple songs that have some cello. Oh, nice. Peggy Lee played those. Yeah, yeah. Peggy Lee played played on those ones. But um, yeah, I love I love that about creating an album. I get to pull up my violin and use it, dust it off. <laughs> I think that's how I first yeah. encountered you. I think I saw you playing a violin first oh, i think you're right yeah 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 up in uh up in weimer oh yeah for my friend yeah for brie mcdaniel with I, was, brie. I was her i was her string girl you'd string yeah right. stringing and singing yeah that's right <laughs> yeah that's cool because most people don't know this about me they think what <laughs> you play violin yeah 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 i had the I opposite do. i had the opposite experience i was like oh jenny like has her own band too you know, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. First a violinist, then a then a then a songwriter. I like that. Uh, well, it's true. You and Bree sing so well together. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Yeah, you I really really blend. That. Thank you, thank you. She's. Um, it's cool because we we have different tonal tonalities in our voices, and I think that's that's nice to hear. Um, and. I also really love her. So that probably has a lot to do with why we do music well together, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of why people are good at music together. Yes. I, I think that like a, a, wide ver- a wide range of emotions can make for a, 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 good, um, a, a good collaborative relationship. Like it, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it's the opposite. I think sometimes like tension can be good for like if there's right. like you know, for certain styles of music, sometimes that lends yeah. itself to, uh, but I think, I think like love is definitely the one that I prefer <laughs> when it comes to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I was just, um, feeling very thankful recently because of my bandmates and, mm. um, how deep our friendships have been growing, especially through this time. And, um, we just started, jamming together more frequently and i just feel like overflowing (laughs) with joy about that Mm. and it's something that i guess i've been craving for a long time i've played music um for a long time in different realms um i started playing violin that was like classical um lessons for a long time so i I developed a love-hate relationship with that beautiful instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, never really played it with anyone. And then I was really into doing musicals. And uh, I, I sang at my church as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, experienced singing with other people in other realms. Um, but when I started writing music, I really wanted to have a group of people um, that wanted to do it together and, and whether that was just for my project or for all of our projects or whatever it was, like the community was one of the most important things to me. And I've 
found it actually challenging to find that. So um, I feel like it's finally unfolding in my life where I'm actually best friends with the people I play with. Mm. And I, I think like that is the, the magic, but that's when the magic starts happening you know on on stage or wherever it's like oh there's something here i don't know what it is it's like yeah it's the love it's the love and sometimes the tension <laughs> yeah too yeah yeah in those relationships yeah well, i you know i think i think finding the people finding the right people is is the, the biggest piece of of like successful ensembles um mm-hmm. and i would as someone who collaborates with other people making music like you do, I I will always mm. uh, prioritize the personal relationship over like someone's yeah. ability to play an instrument or something. You know, yeah. I, you, I think find you get much better outcomes whenever you're just in a room with people that get you going. You know, and the mm-hmm. people that you love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's like <clears throat> a quote I read. I don't remember what book it was from, but it basically, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I never remember things. Exactly. Um, but basically, um, you know, choose the people before the city you want to live in kind of thing. Like it's it's about mm-hmm. uh, or the neighborhood. Choose the people before the neighborhood. It's like, oh, I it's so true. Mm-hmm. Like the people you want to spend your life with is more important than the material things or more important than. Um, like you said, like the perfect skill that that person has, because mm-hmm. there's something more soulful about that kind of connection than, um, you know, the the perfect training that someone might have. Well, I, 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 so in my experience, you usually operate as a trio. Is yes. That, is that still the case? You know, um, back in February, I released Couch Walker, the single and we did a little show and I wanted to make it a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. So I asked my my friend um, to play guitar, who I've been knowing for a while now, um, Yitzi Holton Hinshaw. Yitzi! Yeah, you, you always bump into him everywhere. Or he says he bumps into you all the I time. have a soft, pl- there's, a, there's a special place in my heart for Yitzi. Yeah. Aww, yeah. I love that. He's a good yeah, guy. Too. He's a very good guy. So we became friends this past couple these past couple years um and you know slowly i i don't know i just i just discovered how talented he is as well yeah and I wow thought, oh, man. he can like, play yeah yes, he can play. <laughs> why don't we he really can play and he yeah. has soul too so yeah. i decided to add him to that show and i was like whoa <laughs> He just took these songs to like another level, and I, I, I don't know. Maybe we want to continue doing this more. Um, so this is this is new, and this is um, it's him and Toga Door, whom I um, jam with a lot, mm-hmm. and then Scott when he comes into town, we jam as well. Um, but yeah, I I'm actually really enjoying the four four people thing. So maybe it's changing. Sure. I mean, you start adding yeah. voices to the mix and then yeah. you get, you start, it becomes hard to imagine doing it without these new voices. Right? Yes. Yes. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's wonderful to like have a big sound, but you know, in my experience, like on suddenly your ensemble becomes like this huge thing and yeah, but I encourage it. I think, <laughs> yeah. it, I think it's great. 
Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Yitzi, I'm sure Yitzi adds a lot of a lot of. Uh, well, he, he contributes a lot. I'm sure with his playing because he's so. Yeah, it's not the usual. Just an extra guitar on stage at all. It's very mm. much emulating the parts in the music. Like he emulates the string parts. He mm. emulates. Um, just the second guitar parts that I don't normally have um, live and, and um, plays it plays very tastefully. Um, And then now, and and we're such good friends that it's almost like, I feel I don't want him not to be part of it just because of like the friendship as well. So I don't know. It's not like nothing is, you know, etched in stone with any of these beautiful friends of mine. Like it's very much a free release kind of thing mm-hmm. it's not like we're a band but like you know who knows what will come we might mm-hmm. we might start writing music together that would be cool well be into that. i i hope yeah. i hope you all do yeah yeah i hope you me do too. so so jenny <laughs> we have time to send out the show with one last song from your new record couch walker so yeah. how are we gonna do it how are we gonna do oh, it yeah. well do you have a do you have an opinion i do I mean, I have, okay. yeah, I, I have a song that I would pick, but you know, it's, it's, we, we don't have to go that way. I mean, what, what, unless you want me to. I actually kind of want to go that way because it's more interesting to me. Okay. <laughs> like to I, know what one you I would want to send us out on Lava. Oh, cool. I totally thought you were going to say that. Did you? <laughs> yeah. What made you say that? What made you think that? Um, I thought that because, oh, why did I think that? It just seems to be a song that. Um, in the little bit of time that the album's been out, some people have been mentioning, and I'm like a little bit also self-conscious about, to be honest. And I was, I'm like, oh, every time someone mentions that song, I feel like, wow, you like it? Because <laughs> I feel like self-conscious about it because of how it's basically like two songs in one song, and I'm like, is this a song? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, but I... I'm glad that you chose it because um, it it just really probably represents the the vibe of the album really well in the sense of the journey, yes, um, kind of feel of the whole thing. So may as well put it in one song as well. And I I like it. I I I mean when I wrote it, I remember you know staying on that. I mean no one's heard it yet, but like the first part of the song is very cyclical cyclical if i can say that with the with the progression and then i i realized um i wanted to move somewhere else and i thought what if i just burst into something completely different um to kind of express that um the feeling of of release you know like mm-hmm. when you're when you just want to <laughs> you just want to like do something <laughs> yeah. different or you want to like express something you've been holding inside yourself for so long or you and it, it kind of has that feel it's like it's I, it's a very poetic kind of um expression of like uh i feel um like kind of broody about you know this or that but i i think i just need to cry you mm. know and like that's that's kind of like um, the, the vibe of the song. Yeah. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Noise Complaint. Hi, thank you for having me. It's been it's been My really pleasure. nice to, to talk to you and hear about the the, the songs and where they came from. And uh, cool. I uh, hope to see you soon in in real life. Yeah, I will probably bump into you somewhere. I'm sure.
Okay. <laughs> See you later, Jenny. Okay. Bye. Let's play.